Day 22, Acts 20, to Macedonia and Achaia. After the uproar died down, Paul called together the believers and with words of encouragement, said goodbye to them. Then he left and went to Macedonia. He went through those regions and encouraged the people with many messages. Then he came to Achaia, where he stayed three months. He was getting ready to go to Syria when he discovered that there were Jews plotting against him. So he decided to go back through Macedonia. Sopater, son of Pyrrhus from Berea, went with him. So did Aristarchus and Secundus from Thessalonica, Gaius from Derby, Tychicus and Trophimus from the province of Asia, and Timothy. They went ahead and waited for us in Troas. We sailed from Philippi after the festival of the unleavened bread, and five days later we joined them in Troas, where we spent a week. Paul's last visit to Troas. On Saturday evening, we gathered together for the fellowship meal. Paul spoke to the people and kept on speaking until midnight, since he was going to leave the next day. Many lamps were burning in the upstairs room where we were meeting. A young man named Eutychus was sitting in the window. And as Paul kept on talking, Eutychus got sleepier and sleepier until he finally went sound asleep and fell from the third story to the ground. When they picked him up, he was dead. But Paul went down and threw himself on him and hugged him. Don't worry, he said. He is still alive. Then he went back upstairs, broke bread and ate. After talking with them for a long time, even until sunrise, Paul left. They took the young man home alive and were greatly comforted. From Troas to Miletus, we went on ahead to the ship and sailed off to Assos, where we were going to take Paul abroad. He had told us to do this because he was going there by land. When he met us in Assos, we took him abroad and went on to Mytilene. We sailed from there and arrived off Chios the same day. A day later, we came to Samos, and the following day we reached Miletus. Paul had decided to sail on by Ephesus so as not to lose any time in the province of Asia. He was in a hurry to arrive in Jerusalem by the day of Pentecost, if at all possible. Paul's Farewell Speech to the Elders of Ephesus From Miletus, Paul sent a message to Ephesus, asking the elders of the church to meet him. When they arrived, he said to them, You know how I spent the whole time I was with you, from the first day I arrived in the province of Asia. With all humility and many tears, I did my work as the Lord's servant during the hard times that came to me because of the plots of some Jews. You know that I did not hold back anything that would be of help to you, as I preached and taught in public and in your homes. To Jews and Gentiles alike, I gave solemn warning that they should turn from their sins to God and believe in our Lord Jesus. And now, in obedience to the Holy Spirit, I am going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit has warmed me, that prison and troubles wait for me. But I reckon my own life to be worth nothing to me. I only want to complete my mission and finish the work that the Lord Jesus gave me to do, which is to declare the good news about the grace of God. I have gone about among all of you, preaching the kingdom of God, and now I know that none of you will ever see me again. So I solemnly declare to you that this very day, if any of you should be lost, I am not responsible, for I have not held back from announcing to you the whole purpose of God. So keep watch over yourselves and over all the flock which the Holy Spirit has placed in your care. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he made his own through the blood of his Son. 
I know that after I leave, fierce wolves will come among you, and they will not spare the flock. The time will come when some men from your own group will tell lies to lead the believers away after them. Watch then and remember that with many tears, day and night, I taught every one of you for three years. And now I commend you to the care of God and to the message of His grace, which is able to build you up and give you the blessings God has for all His people. I have not wanted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You yourselves know that I have worked with these hands of mine to provide everything that my companions and I have needed. I have shown you in all things that by working hard in this way, we must help the weak, remembering the words that the Lord Jesus himself said, There is more happiness in giving than in receiving. When Paul finished, he knelt down with them and prayed. They were all crying as they hugged him and kissed him goodbye. They were especially sad because he had said that they would never see him again. And so they went with him to the ship. Prayer Psalm 22 A cry of anguish and a song of praise My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? I have cried desperately for help, but still it does not come. During the day I call to you, my God, but you do not answer. I call at night, but get no rest. But you are enthroned as the Holy One. The one whom Israel praises. Our ancestors put their trust in you. They trusted you and you saved them. They called to you and escaped from danger. They trusted you and were not disappointed. But I am no longer a human being. I am a worm, despised and scorned by everyone. All who see me make fun of me. They stick out their tongues and shake their heads. You relied on the Lord, they say. Why doesn't he save you if the Lord likes you? Why doesn't he help you? It was you who brought me safely through birth, and when I was a baby, you kept me safe. I have relied on you since the day I was born, and you have always been my God. Do not stay away from me. Trouble is near, and there is no one to help. Many enemies surround me like bulls. They are all around me, like fierce bulls from the land of Bashan. They open their mouths like lions, roaring and tearing at me. My strength is gone, gone like water spilled on the ground. All my bones are out of joint. My heart is like melted wax. My throat is as dry as dust, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You have left me for dead in the dust. An evil gang is around me, like a pack of dogs they close in on me. They tear at my hands and feet. All my bones can be seen. My enemies look at me and stare. They gamble for my clothes and divide them among themselves. O Lord, don't stay away from me. Come quickly to my rescue. Save me from the sword. Save my life from these dogs. Rescue me from these lions. I am helpless before these wild bulls. I will tell my people what you have done. I will praise you in their assembly. Praise him, you servants of the Lord. Honor him, you descendants of Jacob. Worship him, you people of Israel. He does not neglect the poor or ignore their suffering. He does not turn away from them, but answers when they call for help. In the full assembly, I will praise you for what you have done. In the presence of those who worship you, I will offer the sacrifices I promised. The poor will eat as much as they want. Those who come to the Lord will praise Him. May they prosper forever. All nations will remember the Lord from every part of the world. They will turn to Him. All races will worship Him. The Lord is King. And he rules the nations. All proud people will bow down to him. 
all mortals will bow down before him. Future generations will serve him. They will speak of the Lord to the coming generation. People not yet born will be told, The Lord saved his people.